Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast. I published an episode this morning, an interview with my friend Rashika, who's a community herbalist in London. And um, yeah, I hope you have had a listen. Um, it's a really lovely interview all about kind of herbalism work, like in a sort of more grounded kind of community context. Um, and I think what she's doing is super inspiring. Um, so please have a listen. This episode, I actually wanted to talk about my new book. It's the Herbalism and State Violence book. I kind of officially launched it yesterday um, on my day. <laughs> it's been so much work. I've been on a real deadline because of... Um, expecting the baby at um the end of April so yeah I'm very happy that it's going to print now um active distribution the kind of anarchist distro who have published my other books um have organized all the printing which I really appreciate and I should get the copies in mid-March so I'll be sending them out hopefully by the 20th of March um (laughs) just in time hopefully I don't go into early labor Um, But yeah, so this episode, I just wanted to kind of like chat about the book really and what it's about um, with the hope that maybe um, folks will, yeah, will buy it or share it with people or just, yeah, you know, get involved somehow. Um, So I'm going to read you the kind of um, blurb at the back that my friend Kez wrote. Um, Actually, I wrote (laughs) a draft and she edited it. Um, we had a real fun game <laughs> editing the book. Um, I don't know if people know um, Kez Ottilif. Like she's amazing, like trans woman who's written all these like awesome, um, like speculative fiction novels about resistance and just, yeah, like really beautiful writer. And um, I've been kind of paying her to help me kind of like get the book done and listen to me and kind of transcribe what I'm saying. And then I'll edit it and then she'll edit it. And um <laughs> But we were joking for the back of the book of like um, just my writing of like blah, 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 roses, 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 blah, 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 tool in the toolbox, blah, 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 blah. And it's probably not funny unless you've been involved in writing. But um, I think you don't realise until you produce something of this size, like quite how (laughs) dependent you are on like certain um, (laughs) certain terms. Like I think (laughs) tool in the toolbox, like I searched the drive and it was like there like 80 times or something completely ridiculous. Um, and I loved her editing because she always kind of like called out how things like the state shouldn't have metaphors that were like based on living beings so like I wrote a sentence about like the tentacles of state violence and she was like no I love squids and octopus like the state do not get tentacles and um, yeah it was just like <laughs> it's just so funny so anyway so we've put the state has weapons and the rest of us have hearts and tentacles and living beautiful things um anyway okay so this is the blurb um state violence is a brutal reality for vast numbers of people it is an experience that is racialized classed and gendered in its design and application it intersects with nearly all forms of oppression plant medicines can be a tool for solidarity and resistance they can practically support us to survive and they can help us recover from trauma From herbal care for handcuff injuries to healing from incarceration, this book looks at examples from around the world of herbal solidarity and practice. 
writing from her lived experience of incarceration, political organising and of running the Solidarity Apothecary, Nicole Rose explores some of the many connections between herbalism and struggles for liberation. Through recipes, remedies and stories from the herbal front lines, she invites us to connect with our allies in struggle, the plants, to rest, to heal and to continue the fight. It's so funny how uncomfortable I felt being referenced on the back, but um, yeah, I've kind of like settled into it now and um, yeah, I'm really happy with it. Um, So I'll put a link in the show notes where you can order it. It's £12, um, a ship worldwide. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's so big. It's 444 pages, so it's really chunky. It's like three, four times the size of my other books. So it kind of counts as like a small parcel. So like to ship to America, it's like £20. I was just like, oh God, no one's going to order it. But um, yeah, it's only £3.50 for people in the UK. And I think like £11 for people in mainland Europe. So anyway, I'm sorry about the cost of it. Hopefully we can get it across the Atlantic at some point so it's like more affordable and accessible for people. Um, But yeah, I know it's kind of a big investment for folks um, living in the US and Canada and stuff. So I appreciate your orders. If you're paying that much for postage, it really means the world to me that, yeah, the orders are still coming through. Okay, so let's chat about the book. So just a bit of like origin, I guess. Um, I originally wanted to make a zine. All my books start out as like, let's do a zine. Um, Like The Prisoner's Herbal was meant to be a zine and then became this big thing. Um, But yeah, like I put a call out in January 2020 and I wanted to include examples from different projects around the world from people doing kind of solidarity work with people experiencing state violence and using herbalism. Um, And then as people can remember, the pandemic hit and just kind of like all hell broke loose really like over those years like it was yeah super intense in terms of um you know organizing the clinic in Calais and um doing loads of kind of herbal solidarity stuff and getting care packages out to people left right and center and um yeah but I did get like in that first wave I did get lots of amazing contributions which I'll talk about um and then yeah I kind of had it on the back burner and was like gently putting together some of the other bits of content and then kind of once my nausea and vomiting shifted at sort of six months into my pregnancy I just was like I want to do this thing like it's a perfect project for me while I'm pretty much still housebound I mean my nausea's like you know shitloads better but I'm still you know I still get sick if I travel in the car and stuff like that so I thought it's a really good project to do while I'm in that kind of like homebound nesting mode um, <clears throat> and I spoke to Kez and she was up for supporting me and yeah it just became my like full-time focus um, so I've just been squirreling away at it um, very intensely and yeah very happy that it's kind of um, complete but yeah I would have I think if I wasn't pregnant I would have taken more like spaciousness over it and maybe cultivated a few other contributions like there's some people that really wanted to send things in and I didn't get back to them in time like my friend Heather in Mexico and I feel really bad about it and yeah like I think yeah you know I hate I hate myself that I have a tendency to do things sometimes too quickly but at the same time I'm also aware that like you know on the autoresponder of my emails has been like about the book and calls for contributions and I have had them come through the last couple of years so it has been in like the ether for a long time if that makes sense anyway um it is what it is and I'm just seeing it like I write there's a section at the beginning of the book where I'm kind of talking about like the limitations of the book and content I would have loved to included 
And, you know, in that, I just say, like, there's just, like, endless examples of state violence. And there's so many beautiful iterations of herbalism around the world and people doing amazing work that, you know, like I said, it's at 444 pages. Like, it would have been difficult to get any more contributions in there. So I'm just seeing it as, like, this is just, like, you know, first off the gate kind of thing. Like, this is just a first step um, and that I'll continue to interview people for example on this podcast and in other projects and maybe we could do a volume two or something I don't know but it really is just kind of like you know the kind of foundations if that makes sense. Um, okay so a little bit about what's inside. So the first part is about like state violence and the body and it's kind of introducing you know what are the connections between herbalism and state violence and about kind of um trauma in the body and different sort of nervous system states and how trauma contributes to chronic illness you know a lot of the content in this first section is drawing on the work that I've done with my herbalism PTSD and traumatic stress course but it's obviously just kind of an introduction to that because that's you know like a massive course with 60 lessons and a lot of content um but I also talk about collective responses to trauma like and how you know this kind of framework that I've shared um on Instagram and in the course and stuff like about kind of rest, release, uh, reconnect and resistance, like these kind of four stages of trauma recovery, which are more kind of collectively orientated. And then there is a contribution about polyvagal theory. And there's also a really beautiful contribution about um, kind of plant imagination. So like for people, for example, that are incarcerated, who can't actually access herbs, like physically, they can, you know, do like a journey with plants. And I think it's, yeah, like just like a lovely contribution to the book and then part two is all about kind of state repression so this is like state repression in terms of people being criminalized in terms of repression against political organizers like I share about um, my kind of decade of state repression and um, what happened to our campaign and the kind of various layers of like police violence and surveillance and media work and everything else that kind of suppressed our resistance um so in this section, I've got like a whole bunch of stuff. There's things around like herbal support for shock and kind of police raids. Um, there's a large piece about herbal support for panic attacks. Um, and there's also some stuff in there around kind of like long term chronic stress and kind of defendant support. So like if you're someone experiencing repression, um, you know, you've got like an impending court case or something, for example, it's kind of like how, yeah, like how do you navigate that? Like how do you take care of yourself? different strategies like I've been supporting defendants for a really 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 long time I've seen everything under the sun from people that you know completely avoid what's going on to people that are like super kind of controlling about the whole thing and just yeah just kind of like top tips I guess of how to navigate that kind of like chronic enduring state violence um and then I've got stuff around like court support packs um from my experiences with the apothecary um, some lovely stuff from the US who um, where people from this amazing project called Herbalista were sending like these um, like aromatherapy sniffers to people um, like kind of caught up in the J20 case. Um, there's like various tea blends and glycerite blends. Um, there's a really lovely contribution about kind of like a soothing, soothing kind of herbal milk blend, um, like with different spices. That's like wonderful for the nervous system. Um, there's stuff around nutritional resilience and also kind of how trauma affects the gut um, and also a really beautiful contribution about um, kind of life in like forest defense and different kind of herbal remedies for tear gas and stuff like that um, 
so yeah, it's like a very chunky section. Um, I guess it's been like a real mainstay of the Solidarity Apothecary is supporting people going through trials and um, yeah, kind of experiencing that kind of long-term repression. So yeah. Um, and then part three is all about police violence. Um, so this is kind of more like street medic stuff. So there's um, different, I've kind of like brought together different resources because obviously there's like a billion online, right? But I've just tried to like pick the, not the best ones, but like the most useful ones um, around kind of like riot medicine and, um, you know, what to pack as a street medic and stuff. And there's like a little bit in there about my experiences. Um, and then I kind of share part of a zine that was produced about um, herbal first aid aftercare for people who've experienced police violence um, from like a collective who put that together during the George Floyd uprising. So I'm super grateful for that contribution. And I've got um, things in there from that, including like liver support, respiratory support, you know, from kind of chemical weapons, exposure, like remedies for handcuff injuries, taser injuries, things like this. Um, there's contribution about mugwort hydrosol as kind of like chemical weapon um, aftercare and then I've got some examples of um, support that was sent to people engaged in this kind of like frontline resistance stuff in the sense of like occupations against um, this like high-speed railway in the UK and also like the Badgercoal in the UK which is kind of like this um, state project to murder like thousands of badgers um, mostly around the southwest of England um so yeah and there's like different recipes in that section again like fire cider and um a different uh project about getting tea out to people during the Black Lives Matter kind of um movement kind of resurgence or uprising in 2020 and stuff around how to support a herbal call to action um so again another very comprehensive section um and then part four is like all about prison so yeah I share a little bit about my time inside and about practicing herbalism in prison and kind of give this prisoners herbal context and then I talk about kind of like recovery really from prison and like healing from incarceration healing from PTSD um there's content in there about like herbal support for nightmares um and then there's this kind of like um, yeah like more content I guess for people like on the outside so like how it feels to be engaged in like long-term prisoner support whether that's for comrades or whether that's for your best friends or your partner you know I've got resources there about herbs for prison visits for after phone calls for grief anger and rage um, and then yeah there's kind of um, other contributions and other recipes and stuff in that section and yeah I just want to say like I think the healing from incarceration article was like maybe one of the most challenging ones to write like it is quite in depth about those first few kind of like survival stages when you first get out of prison and then this kind of longer term navigation of like how the hell do you process like that much like trauma right or especially if people have done a long sentence like how do you you know live differently like after seeing things that humans shouldn't see for example so um I really hope for people who have been in prison that that article in particular is really useful I'd love to hear people's feedback from it once they've read it okay and then part five is all about border violence um so there's quite a long article kind of introducing the border regime and like the different I'm not going to say tentacles because Kez will tell me off but like the different um manifestations of that whether that's um detention centers or deportations or whether that's like the kind of reporting system or how people are like dispersed in terms of housing and stuff 
Um, I also talk a little bit about other borders like across Europe and in the US and Mexico and surveillance and um, yeah, all sorts of things. And then I really kind of go into detail about the clinics. So there's an interview there with um, my friend Victor, who I did a podcast interview on the show with about the clinic and how it works and what's been happening. And then I've written a kind of like longer piece about like top tips for like organizing a clinic. So you know, I have a lot of people contact me like expressing interest in getting involved or expressing interest in doing something similar. And I've just kind of like put in like half a decades of experience into that article of like, I think you need to think about this, this and this. And I wish we'd done this, this and this. And, you know, it's very like personal, like I haven't written that piece with other people in the clinic, if that makes sense. But it's like a summary of my experiences kind of doing the work and talking about it with people and all our debriefs and stuff like that. So I hope that'll be really useful for people. And it just would mean the world to me, like if this book did kind of act as a catalyst for people to start like similar projects at different kind of border hotspots. And then I've shared a bunch of the kind of remedies and recipes that we use from the clinic in Calais. So things like our cough syrup, chest rubs, immune tonic, bruise ointments, like our different sprays for wounds and things like scabies and stuff. And then just like other things we use in our clinic, again, with the thinking that if you were going to start the same thing, this would be like really, really helpful for you. And then I've got some other kind of examples of herbal solidarity in practice supporting like displaced people and supporting asylum seekers in Ireland for example again I would have loved to have had like more variety in that section like I would have loved to have had some interviews with people like working on the border in Mexico for example but you know it is what it is and there's like tons of content in there and like you know like the whole point of this book is to have this like variety of content that meets people need meets people's needs like whether that's you're looking for a, like specific recipe that you can kind of repeat and use like in your project or your herbal practice or whether that's you just want to understand like the kind of border regime better or you just want to like you know maybe start a project but you don't know where to start like I just hope that these different kind of threads of this book will be useful and then part six is focusing on like genocide occupation and war so I've got like a piece about plant medicines in a war context so I look at kind of how plants have been used through history really in different in different kind of um like war zones and like medical contexts and then I share like about Ukraine herbal solidarity and that's like literally just my perspective on that project and what happened and my feelings about it it's not anything that has been written kind of collectively like I make that clear at the start of that piece but I think again it will be really interesting to people that want to do potentially something similar or hopefully will feel inspired about like what is possible and I talk about like the nuances of like you know very long-term projects like our clinic in Calais versus like short-term responses to like you know for example the genocidal invasion of Ukraine and yeah you know just the fact that like herbal solidarity can look really different like it can look like I've made like six care packages for local refugee women like living in my local town and for those people like it feels amazing that they've got like body oils and bath oils and like foot care cream or it could look like I'm starting a project on the border that I'm going to dedicate the next 20 years to like you know there's just like so many options about how we can use like herbal medicine and practice to support people um, and organize you know against oppression and challenge the state and yeah be engaged in that kind of active mutual aid work um, so I also talk about Palestine in that section and there's a recipe um, for lavender oil which I like, talk about loads but I'm such a lavender oil drug dealer it's just like the best thing ever so yeah how to make that 
And then we've got a really beautiful contribution about herbal remedies like rooted in ancestral Armenian uh, practices and talking about the genocide there. Um, so again, yeah, like I would have loved to have had more content in that section. Um, you know, obviously there's lots of different contexts of genocide and occupation and war around the world. And again, like I write in the introduction to that section that it really is just like, you know, asking questions like more than anything, like what is the role of herbalism in self-defense? Like what is the role of herbalism in combat situations? Like, you know, how can we optimize like local grassroots medical infrastructure and build that infrastructure now you know and do we have to wait for like high intensity conflict with mass death like what about you know the state's war on people you know like poverty and you know policies that are killing people um and you know just like capitalism so yeah anyway there's lots of questions like the whole thing is just like a big like yo herbalists what are we doing like how can we do more of this um you know, what's the role in plant medicines in this context? Like, it's, you know, it's all the things that have been, like, buzzing around in my head for 15 years. <laughs> okay, and then um, part seven is kind of, like, a plantalized section. So I've shared 10 different plants that are kind of, like, frequently referenced through the book. Everything from betony to vervain. And, yeah, they're kind of just, like, for people, if you're using these plants, to if you're working with these plants, to kind of know a little bit more about them, like some of their other um, indications or contraindications. Yeah, just kind of, you know, some of the kind of herbs in our sort of like nervine materia medica so you know nervines are herbs with an affinity for the nervous system so i've tried to include different ones in there like cardiac nervines and nervine relaxants and some nerve tonics and things and then there's a conclusion called plants as comrades against and beyond the state where i just am like going on a very passionate rant about the role of plant medicines and yeah moving towards a world without the state without this kind of organized hierarchical violence that determines our lives so yeah my anarchist readers will enjoy that piece <sighs> and then part eight is all kind of resources so things on like medicine making basics harvesting and drying there's like a comprehensive glossary and then there's just like several pages about you know the solidarity apothecary and stuff and Kez's work and a big index which I did manually which is <laughs> so much work but I do think indexes are great for books like I use them frequently and I want people to be able to like jump around the book you know like it's not like some really intense kind of novel that you have to read from front to back it's really like a reference book where you can go where your kind of inspiration takes you where your needs take you so yeah that is it like I said it is a beast it's 444 pages it's not like summarizing my life's work but it is like a real milestone I think for the solidarity apothecary and my work in the world and trying to like bridge these connections you know like I talk in the introduction about how you know I want anarchists and people engaged in social struggle to kind of like have less prejudice to be honest about herbal medicine and see the kind of importance of things like collective care and sustaining our movements and taking care of each other so that we can you know keep resisting the state um, and you know not treating each other like disposable and then I also hope with the other angle that it inspires herbalists to think like you know how can I organize in my community or in my networks to support people who are experiencing you know the most kind of oppression and marginalization and you know because like the herbal kind of scene at least in the UK like can be very privileged right very white very middle class and I think like this book is hopefully something you know like a dandelion pushing up the concrete it can be 
similar in terms of being like hey like herbalism can be revolutionary you know like it can be liberatory like we can work with these amazing plants to support people to push back against forms of oppression and repression like we can you know like not just take care of our bodies in this real like individualistic wellness culture way but in a way that's like deeply caring about our communities and you know what people are experiencing and a lot of state violence is very invisibilized you know like vast numbers of people in prison being affected by the prison system super invisibilized like what happens in Calais like super invisible to most people um, most people going through some form of political oppression are generally very alienated and kind of lonely in those experiences so I just yeah I want to kind of bring all those forms of state violence to light and I want to kind of (laughs) inspire people to think about how we can support folks and how herbs can be this tool because you know we (laughs) if you're listening to this I'm sure you love plant medicines and sure you don't need me to say talk about it but they are just amazing right and it's been such a joy and an honor to be able to share some of their medicine like via these words and via this book So yeah, I hope you can um, pick up a copy. Like I said, I'm going to be posting them out on the 20th of March and I haven't decided what to do with the copies that I don't sell because my plan is basically to close my shop for like physical posting of orders by the end of March um, because I just don't want to be doing it during maternity leave. So yeah, if you want a physical copy, basically order it, order it soon, like order it in March. Otherwise, yeah, I guess it kind of depends on how many I sell. Like if I have loads left, then I'll probably will have to find some other option or give them back to active distribution or something. But I'm really hoping I can shift as many as I can. All the funds from the book, by the way, like obviously they'll be going to to pay the cost of the printing and also some kind of debt I have with the Prisoner's Herbal books because, you know, like the majority of the prisoner herbal books go to prisoners and I don't get money for those like sales for those so I have to find other creative fundraising ways to cover those costs and I'm grateful that active are like super flexible and patient with me of paying back um how much I owe them but yeah other you know other kind of profit from the book will be going towards like herbal solidarity packs for people things like that and just kind of sustaining the general costs of the solidarity apothecary and yeah I hope post maternity leave that I'll be able to crack into action again with getting herbs out to people and supporting people one-to-one it's definitely been difficult um with the kind of violent vomiting and nausea to sustain what I'm doing but um yeah I'm excited about the future and excited about this book so I hope you can support it I hope you can um pick up a copy I think there's something for everyone in there or at least everyone into herbal medicine and state violence I mean it is such a niche right like that's what's hilarious about it is it's like really like connecting these two things but yeah they are definitely um connected and yeah okay I'm gonna stop talking I hope you will pick up a copy or feel inspired to feel free to ask me any questions uh you can also download the contents in the first few pages of the book off my site yeah and I mean I'm also keen to donate copies to people in prison or prisoner family members on low incomes things like that so yeah if there's a barrier there like please let me know but otherwise yeah I look forward to getting in the post to you oh yeah the other thing is I've only got 100 copies of my overcoming burnout books so that's like the only 100 copies in the world that are like physically books if that makes sense um so if you want one of them before they run out then please order them asap as well they are five pounds yeah okay i'm gonna um have a rest now feeling very 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 pregnant but yeah thank you for listening and i'm gonna publish an episode um later this week or early next week with another herbalist who's engaged in solidarity medicine making so keep a lookout for that okay thanks take care thanks so much for listening to the frontline herbalism podcast you can find the transcripts the links all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast